Hello again and welcome. Last episode, I spoke with instructional designers Paloma, Amy, and Lori about what Bloom's taxonomy is. Moving on, this episode, I will be continuing my conversation with them on Bloom's taxonomy and its application and training. From what I've read up on uh, regarding the current form of Bloom's taxonomy was essentially created for instructional designers and teachers, uh, setting a standard of learning objectives. And it does identify, like you said, uh, the six uh, the six learning objectives, which are remembering, understanding, applying, analyzing, evaluating, and creating. How do you use these objectives when you are designing instructional content? Well, they are still scaffolded by the degrees of difficulty. So starting off at the lowest level, we would we would work on remembering, doing some recall of, of uh, previously learned information, for example, like reciting a policy or quoting pieces from memory, uh, quoting things from memory or reciting safety rules. It might be things like bookmaking bookmarks or flashcards or just basic rote learning that's based on repetition or reading. A, it's scaffolded, and B, by level of difficulty. As we go higher in the taxonomy, it becomes, uh, the, the tasks become more difficult. Okay, and you just talked about remembering, Laurie, uh, Plummer or Amy, can you give me another example of how you would leverage one of the levels in Bloom's taxonomy? I think that, you know, an activity that's used a lot in classroom training and even virtual instructor-led training is, um, you know, simulations, um, where learners are asked to apply uh, what they remember and, you know, comprehended the first two levels um, of Bloom's taxonomy. They're asked to actually start applying that information to uh, a new situation. So, um, you know, simulations are one way to do it. Uh, maybe if it's a class on communication, you're asking the learners to, you know, get in pairs and um, practice giving feedback to one another. Maybe the class on communication is focused on how to communicate, um, you know, constructive feedback. So, you know, um, a simulation of that and all of the knowledge that they acquired throughout the class as they're scaffolding from level one and two of Bloom's taxonomy, now they're applying it in level three in this simulation. Um, so that's uh, one way, you know, to that I see this taxonomy being applied um, in training. And I think even, you know, go, continuing with that example of the simulation on um, giving and receiving feedback, um, you know, when maybe you have a third person that's part of that, that group and they're actually observing um, this interaction, this simulation, uh, and they are um, analyzing it, right? And they're able to break down what they observed for the two people who were involved in the simulation. So they're analyzing how what is being simulated by these two learners is actually relating back to the content that they learned about. So like when you're doing, when you're on the remembering and understanding phase, that's like where, you know, where we, where we start out, you know, you've got your flashcards, you've got your, these are the, this is the terminology you need to memorize, you know, even with like, think about math, you have to, you have to know your base numbers, you have to know, you, you have to know how to add, subtract, multiply, and divide. And then you go into understanding. So why is multiplication this? And you know, add addition is this. Oh, it's a you know, it's a level of addition that's just been okay. Now I'm understanding a little bit more what these words mean. And then when you start to apply it, now you're putting it into actual practice. So now, okay, I can do a problem, 
And now when I'm analyzing it, when I look at what somebody's done and say a story problem and they've gone and they've multiplied this and this and this, or I'm reading something and I have to take in, okay, is this addition, is it subtraction, multiplication, division, and I have to bring it in and I have to actually do that, you know, analysis of if it's working or not, and when do I have to use certain things, you know, and then most of the time, especially when we're in K-12 or we move into, you know, even higher level in adult learning, you know, we very rarely hit those top two just because they take a greater level. They take that, you know, that group work, that teamwork, that internal thinking, they take it, you got to take it outside of the classroom almost. And then you have to do that simulation based and have them really go in there and think about what it is they're going to, was it something I just memorized? Is it something I actually understand? Can I apply this in order to do the evaluation synthesis level and then create something out of it and pull it all in? Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with you, Amy, that those higher levels of Bloom's taxonomy aren't always um, designed into the the learning experience. I think that at least the formal learning experience, those are really things that happen on the job. You know, where you've gone to the training, you've, you've, um, you know, you've done, you've studied, you've done your reading, you've um, practiced, and and now you're live. You know, you're performing. This is work. So um, really, you're, you're your learning is being put to the test. And that's where you'll really see people demonstrating um, these higher orders of thinking, which are more the, on the evaluation and creation side of Bloom's taxonomy, the top of the pyramid. I would agree with you because at that point, it's when they're pulling all of the parts together to form the whole. So that's all of the things that you've learned, building them together and uh, being able to apply them to the job or the workplace. Right. It's one thing to memorize the handbook, but it's another to actually be able to do every step inside of it and to apply it to everything you do every day. And mm -hmm. to use it to solve problems, you know, real yeah. world problems. I think that was a great analogy. Uh, wow. Thanks so much for your answers, guys. Those were very insightful, especially for, for a lot of the analogies you guys used. Um, so if I wanted to learn about, uh, let's say, Articulate 360, Amy, can you break down how you would have helped me get to the top of Bloom's Pyramid, uh, create. Uh, and with that, you don't have to focus on the overall program <laughs> itself. You can focus on one aspect, let's say uh, creating a trigger, um, which for those of you who don't know, creating a trigger in Articulate 360 is um, when you click on an object, an action happens, something happens. Uh, so that's what the trigger does. It's the response between the user clicking on something or dragging something and making something else happen because of that. And let's back that up even further. Articulate storyline for, for people who might not be on the course development side of the house in learning and development. It's a program that um, instructional designers use to actually develop the course. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, thank you for that clarification. So, I mean, like just let's start with remembering and you just brought up the remembering part of it. So remember that a trigger is this. So a trigger is what you click on to make everything go to the next step. Do you make something appear? Do you make something, you know, animated? What do you do with the trigger? So that's just remembering. That's the remembering stage, right? Understanding is now like, okay, inside of that trigger, what's happening? So is this thing going to be hidden? Is it going to appear next? Is it going to fade off of the screen? Like, do I understand what the functions inside of a trigger are? So do I understand that I'm going to have you know, inside that trigger, I'm telling the music to start at this time, or I'm telling this to appear, or this to disappear. And now, can I actually apply it? So I understand what's happening as far as I know, I know what it means. I understand what it's supposed to do. 
Now, when I want to apply it, can I go in there and create this trigger? Can I go in and can I make it? Can I make this start when I want it to? Can I make this stop when I want it to? Can I make the music go? Can I actually apply it? Now, when I go back and analyze it as I'm launching my slide and I'm looking at my slide and seeing what's happening on it, is it functioning the way I really wanted it to? Do I understand what I remember what I wanted to do, understanding it, applying it? Is it actually functioning how I want it to? So that's like my analysis phase. I mean, when you get to the evaluation, now are you flowing from slide to slide to slide that way? And is this really the best learning solution at that point? And then I think at, you know, at the end game, you're at the creation stage. Now you've created an entire, not just a slide, you've created an entire course and you understand every single, you know, you've, you've you memorized all of these little tricks and trades, and then you understand what you're trying to do on each slide. And now you're applying them. You've had the analysis, evaluation and creation steps. Well, thank you all for sharing your insights on how to apply Bloom's taxonomy to training. In our next episode, we'll be discussing Bloom's taxonomy in the digital age. Until next time.